We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the WEEI Studios, the home of the Red Sox, 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This Friday edition of Jones and Mego with Arcan on WEEI. We're here till six. It's almost the weekend, Mego. Can you smell it? I smell something in here. It's weird in here. Yeah, I smell it something. It doesn't smell good. It doesn't smell like the weekend. It doesn't smell good. A I foyer mean, Friday in the studio. <laughs> it smells like a weekend in the foyer house. Well, do you think it's. Uh, I saw your tweet earlier today, Mego, that uh, it's officially. Happy Shorts Day to all the men of Boston. What did you tweet? Something like that? Shorts Day in January. I mean, February. Shorts Day in February, which I assume means if you're wearing shorts, maybe we got some flip-flops, some sandals going on. Maybe that's maybe that's what we're smelling in here. Is that what's going on? No, no, I don't think that's what it was. I think whatever we're smelling is a half-digested uh, foyer lunch. You're saying not the weekend. It's beautiful outside, though, real quick. It I is, mean, it is this gorgeous, This is a yes. rare February day, and we get to be sitting in a basement indoors in yes. fluorescent lighting. So. I mean, score one for climate change. Uh, you know, with well, all the negativity around climate change, score one for climate change. Uh, we'll get to all your phone calls here, 617-779-7937. I want to get right into uh, a couple of items here. And it's hot off the presses, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Robert Kraft has been very busy today. And our producer, Ryan Garvin, did an excellent job tracking down a few of these clips. Uh, So let's listen to Robert Kraft on Fox Business here at the Super Bowl. And this is after Robert Kraft informally, informally held a breakfast with a bunch of local beat guys, including Tommy Curran. One day too late. We had Tom on yesterday. Today would have been a good day to have Tom on after that uh, breakfast. Phil Perry, a couple of writers from the Globe as well, if I'm not mistaken. So it's been a busy day for Robert, a busy morning for Robert. Really quick before we get to the clip, just noting the Fox business. We had Robert Kraft on CNN last week. Yep. How is he choosing these cable outlets? 
I mean, isn't no. it it's How do you think he's choosing that them? he just doesn't go to ESPN, right? I'm a or big Fox fan Sports. of Rupert. <laughs> he did These say just like, he did say that in the interview. Ryan and I just basically listened to the whole interview. He did uh, he did give some props to Rupert. That's true. It's just very. Um, of his demographic, I'd say, to it's, choose these outlets. No, I would say that's uh, that's certainly fair. Look, I mean, I don't know. If I'm sure if I was a billionaire, I'd be watching a lot of Fox business and, and business in general. But I go to where the fans are. I'm not, so I don't. But anyway, uh, he had this, this background meeting with local reporters where Robert Kraft only gave out one quote on Bill O'Brien. Uh, he gave a similar quote about Bill O'Brien here on Fox Business. Let's start, though, with uh, with the first one where he was asked about the quarterbacks, okay? So he's pressed a little bit by this reporter about Tom Brady. It's like four or five questions right out of the shoot about Tom Brady and his future. And, well, there was an interesting one about whether or not Robert Kraft reached out about Tom Brady to play here in New England. Let's hear what Robert had to say. If he had chose to continue playing, I think he would play at a very high level and definitely be in the top five or ten quarterbacks in the league. Um, but you didn't make any overtures to him yourself. I'm just saying what you, mm-hmm. what you did. Well, we're blessed uh, to have a great young quarterback in Mac Jones. Okay. Time out. Uh, Time out. Our quarterback. That's not a no. No, it isn't. That's not a no. That is not an answer to that Robert, question at all. That is a yes or no question, Robert. Okay. Well, listen, because first of all, listen to this again. Listen to the reporter's reaction when he says Mac Jones. <laughs> um, but you didn't make any overtures to him yourself. I'm just saying what you what you did. Well, we're blessed uh, to have a great young quarterback in Mac Jones okay. uh, <laughs> as our quarterback. And yeah, I'm whatever you say, Robert. a strong believer in him and his <laughs> development. Which is your way of saying, Neil, we just, Neil, I'm not going to answer that question exactly, right? Well, you're, <laughs> you're a pretty wise gentleman. <laughs> good job, Neil. I don't know who Neil is, but good job, Neil, getting in there and pressing him. Robert Kraft made it clear I'm not answering the question, which can only tell us one thing. That he was like, hey, any chance you're going to come back? Robert wants uh, to have a great young quarterback in Mac Jones. Okay. Robert wants Brady back. I'm sure Robert wants Brady back because he look. He, even the reporters like I can't take you seriously talking about Mac Jones here. Neil, even Neil can't take him seriously. I'm a Fox Business guy, and even I know he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, Robert wanted him back. And I wonder, did Tom say, "Yeah, I'm done," or did Tom say, "Yeah, I'm not playing for Bill again"? Although you know they made nicey nice earlier this week on the Tom Brady podcast. So okay, Robert's willing to go and discuss in depth mostly outside of a return to New England, Tom Brady. He answered like four or five questions about Tom Brady. He's willing to discuss Mac Jones on the record, right? He's talking about Mac Jones there. Okay, what else was Robert willing to offer up on the record? He was asked, I think, just about meddling in general, right? The question, and I'm not sure if it's included here. Oh, it's included. Okay, good. So he's asked uh, uh, about Dan Snyder and Washington, how he approaches things versus how Robert Kraft approaches personnel decisions. Uh, Dan Snyder, the you know the, the Washington Commanders. I still can't get used to that name, but anyway, the Washington Commanders, and that he's been faulted for getting too involved in the minutiae and the and the day to day, and that it hurt the team. Hold on, pause. It, it, pause. That's what hurt the team with what Dan <laughs> Snyder did. I'm sorry, out of everything that Dan Snyder did, I don't want to go down this path, but, oh, yes, it was his hands-on management style. Sorry, horrible yes. freezing I knew there. I should have cut the question. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's, that's what did it. That's and what's, that what's going to drag him down. he's for getting too involved in the minutiae and the, and the day-to-day and that it hurt the team. He cares too it, much. It, what do you think of that? And is your philosophy, you're the owner, 
but you leave it up to the coaches. Is there a time when you just say, no, no, you are wrong, coach. We're going to do this. Well, everyone manages in a different way. I can only speak for myself. I try to hire the best people I can. Can we pause this again? That's another, that's another non-answer. That's another non-answer. Because we know, we know, Robert said you're not trading Rob Gronkowski to Bill Belichick. He told Tom Brady you're not leaving after 2017. And I still believe, no disrespect to Tom Curran, who's reported differently, I still believe Robert Kraft made it pretty clear that Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't, uh, wasn't going to be taking over and he wasn't going to pay both of them, meaning Brady and Garoppolo. Roger and that. so... So effectively, Robert Kraft told Bill Belichick to trade Jimmy Garoppolo, which means he has meddled. He's not answering it, but keep going. Well, everyone manages in a different way. I can only speak for myself. I try to hire the best people I can. I give them accountability, uh, full authority to do as they please, hold them accountable. But if things aren't going the way I'd like, we meet in private and have our discussions and make changes. Uh, it's something we've done this year. Um, I'm very happy that uh, we were able to bring in a new offensive coordinator to help uh, develop our young quarterback, Mac Jones. I think bringing in Bill O'Brien has been a big plus for our franchise. and. Uh, that was done in full cooperation with Coach Belichick, and uh, I'm very excited about our team for next year. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Cavuto is not buying so it. I was going to say, the text line uh, blew up a little bit. It's Neil Cavuto, yeah. apparently, is his name, which I, I don't feel bad for not knowing that, but wow. Uh, I'm very excited about our team for next year. All right. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. I mean, i got to be honest. Maybe i got to watch more Fox Business. This guy's great. But anyway, so here's my real takeaway from these interviews, Megan. Clearly watched a lot of Patriots games this year. <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. That guy, that, I can tell that guy watches the Pats. He knows the NFL front to back. So here's my big takeaway from it. Because I don't think Kraft said anything like overly earth-shattering. There was another uh, answer where he said he's not selling the Patriots. Like, duh. They're going to keep the Patriots in the family because it prints money. Okay. Not that I expected him to sell. He's willing to talk on the record in the afternoon about Bill O'Brien, Bill Belichick to a degree, Mac Jones, uh, let's see, his team in general, like all these different things. So what was off the record? What was he refusing to discuss with the reporters at breakfast today in Arizona? And let me just read the tweet for you because I don't even think I read it from Phil Perry. He said, during a morning meeting with local reporters, Robert Kraft says he's very happy to have Bill O'Brien in the fold as Patriots offensive coordinator. Okay. He also, Phil, would go on to tweet that they just had a, a meeting on background, effectively, off the record, with Robert Kraft. Where is it? Why can I not find this now? He said Kraft had an informal, almost entirely off-the-record breakfast with a handful of reporters in Scottsdale this morning. And really the only on-the-record quote it looked like from that breakfast was the quote about Bill O'Brien. And you just heard what he had to say about Bill O'Brien right. to Fox Business. So what was on background? What was off the record? Kraft is willing to talk about Mac and Bill O'Brien and a bunch of things. What's off the record? What was off limits? What's on background? What did Kraft not want to share at that breakfast? What does he not want out there? My personal uninformed opinion. That's what I want. Yes. Okay. Is that this is Kraft firing back from the extremely negative 
story that came out from the Herald two weeks ago about what an utter S show the offense was last season. And him, the the point that the only quote that they had is Bill O'Brien. I think this is him defending the franchise from his point of view and probably... I don't want to go so far as confirming some of the details in that story, but him trying to spin it to the reporters who are there in the locker room every day saying, I'm the guy who's out here trying to fix it. You know, you can point to Bill for Bill effed us, as the quote was, all the disorganization over there. This meeting, I have to assume, was all about here's how I'm fixing it. And he, I agree with you on some of these issues, on a lot of these issues. This was not okay. This is not the patriot way that my family defined and i will not stand for it but you can't say that because i i don't want to have warfare going back go, and forth in the press with bill right i don't want to have a, a a war of words with bill belichick see i largely agree it's got to be about bill in some capacity and the coaching in some capacity arcan i think that's exactly what it is i think it's going to be a lot of sort of hey can you believe how bleeped up that was last year? Can you believe he brought these guys in? Never going to do that again. I'm never going to trust him to just make these decisions without any sort of input again. I would imagine there was a lot of that kind of talk because Kraft has, for better or for worse, very publicly said things about playoff games and you know wins oh, yeah. and things like that. He's come out and he said that to these same reporters, but he's trying to have a positive spin. So I would imagine that there was a lot of that sort of stuff. I'd imagine there was probably a lot of sniping and you know just uh, things that you wouldn't want to put in print necessarily, but uh, that he wanted those reporters to know he felt. Okay, right. so I look. I'm with my <laughs> man you, Neil. Neil. I'm with my man Neil. Uh, I want to hear from you guys. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. What do the people of Boston think, Robert Kraft? Didn't want to put on the record, or at least wanted to discuss on background at that breakfast with Tommy Curran, Phil Perry, among others. What do you guys think was going on? And doesn't it have to be Bill Belichick related? It has to be Bill Belichick related to me. And I I would just say and add to this story, Robert Kraft should not skate on the coaching last year. Robert Kraft should not be able to just say, well, that was all Bill. Because when Robert was asked about this last year, he made it clear he had some misgivings. But he deferred to Bill Belichick. Well, we're 20 years in, and he's the most successful coach, and blah, 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 blah. Robert, you should have stepped in. You should have stepped in on this. Just like you should have rescued Brady at the end and worked out a contract and said, you know what, Bill? Go stand in the corner. We're keeping Tom Brady. I don't care that you don't want to pay him. We're doing it. We're working it out. I'm stepping in and making it happen. Kraft should have done that. I do have, and he should have done the same thing with the coaches. He should have said, "Bill, Patricia on offense. I'm sorry, not happening. No." So Robert Kraft should not skate on this, and it feels to me like he is trying to skate a little bit. I do also. Sorry, I do. Before we go to break, on the other side, I do want to talk about. I feel that he's probably trying to establish some storylines for next season, and oh, yeah. establish certain themes for what this team is going to look like. And the way it's going to be run well, for next season. What happens when something goes poorly? We're not talking about the past anymore. Let's look to the future and let's let's sell people. I think he's laying the groundwork yes. for what he wants the narrative is, what he wants the narrative to be going into the draft, going into OTAs, going into minicamp. And this is step one to that. Okay, I agree. What is Robert Kraft laying the foundation for? 617-779-7937. And doesn't this breakfast have to be about Bill Belichick? I have a theory on exactly what it's about. Uh, We can get to that coming up. Plus, Mac Jones and his leadership 
or lack thereof. It's all in the eye of the beholder. I know I disagree with Mego. I disagree with Arcand on this. We can get to that right after Trending with Christian Arcand. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Jones and Mego. You're Dr. Doom. I am. I'm also Dr. Don Overton. On WEEI. On WEEI. There aren't many teams in recent history that have gone into a season without an offensive or defensive coordinator. So what's your confidence level in the, the assistant coaches on the staff right now? So you're telling me I, I don't. I think we have it. I think, uh, I think Bill has a unique way of doing things. Uh, it's worked out pretty well up to now. So I, I know what I don't know. And I try to stay out of the way of things I don't know. I think he's pretty good. I don't know, is it over 40 years of experience doing it? So it it doesn't sometimes look straight line to our fans and or to myself. But I'm results-oriented. Patriots owner Robert Kraft last spring. Uh, you know, you don't have a coordinator on offense or defense. Teams tend to not do that, Robert. And Kraft said, yeah, yeah, I know. Bill's doing things unorthodox. Basically, I think he deserves the benefit of the doubt. But I'm results-oriented. And now after the results, he's made changes, which he does deserve credit for. He does. But his instincts were clear right there. Just like his instincts were probably correct about Tom Brady as well. I, in theory, Mego, and this is interesting to talk to a Washington football fan, a Commanders fan. I in, call me that. I, in theory, don't want my owner meddling. But I will say, when Robert's meddled, I think he's mostly been right. He meddled on Garoppolo. Get him out of there. Keep Brady. Right call. Meddled on Gronk. Kept him around in 2018. Right call. Kraft deserves more credit for the Super Bowl in 2018 than Bill. Bill wanted to trade Gronk, and Bill probably would have let Brady walk after 2017, which is another thing he meddled on, Kraft. And so he should have stuck his nose in when Brady went to Tampa Bay, but he didn't. And he should have stuck his nose in on Patricia and Judge, and he didn't. And I wouldn't let Robert Kraft skate. 
And I hope this breakfast on background with Curran and <laughs> Phil Perry and everybody from the Globe isn't him trying to push the blame. Uh, and it is the first hour of Jones and Mego. It's brought to you as it is each and every day by Arbella Insurance here for good. We'll get to your phone calls, 617-779-7937. I wonder what was on background. What was so important that Robert Kraft feels like the record needs to be corrected or, as you were alluding to, Mego, I need to start laying the foundation for something moving forward. Let's spin it forward to the offseason, the draft, free agency. What's so important that Robert Kraft wants to make sure the local beat guys know and they're informed on but he can't say or is too afraid to say or is worried about starting World War Three about Bill Belichick? Probably the right answer. Why won't he go on record with it? Like, what's he trying to accomplish here? So, yeah, as we started, there, I'm sure there is some course correction. And even off the record, I wouldn't be surprised if it's highly polite, you know, sandwiched between compliments. The meat is the here's where Bill effed up. Or here's where this isn't the way that the Patriots do it is the way that he's probably communicating that. But then the other side of it, I think the bigger part of this is laying out the foundation of the narratives that he wants out there this offseason. Like what? And preseason. What do you think? Like, who's the future of this franchise? And that's something that they really can't talk about publicly. I mean, just because of NFL rules, you're not supposed to sit there and lay out who a successor to a coach is. And I think you just read between the lines. You see uh, the. So you think weird... he's talking about the coaching mortality of Bill Belichick? Yes. Mm. I mean, maybe not directly, but perhaps indicating that there's going to be some. It's not going to be as it was last year, where everything goes back to Bill. Perhaps there is a little bit more division of. I don't want to even say division of power, but delegation, which is how things worked when McDaniel's was here. Mm-hmm. But saying, you know, we have some really brilliant younger minds on staff. We put out that weird statement about Gerard Mayo and going and getting an offensive coordinator for a real reason, which is those are going to be really strong voices in the building. And we want you to know that those people are going to be decision makers this year and in the offseason. Very much the same way that they did that stupid video in the stupid campaign years ago about how they were approaching the draft. Ooh, oh, you know, it's more it collaborative, the, the, that the video? Col- more collaborative, yeah, yeah, everything, yeah. you know, that's what I think these kind of narratives are. Because if you remember when they went into that draft, they had such a poor drafting record for several off seasons leading up to it. So it's a course correction and kind of laying out the narrative of these people matter in the organization. They matter a lot. We want you to know that this season isn't going to be all about, hey, it runs back to Bill. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of that in there. I also think, I was thinking about what uh, Tommy Curran said yesterday, about how there's been no buzz about the Patriots at all, and I wonder if Kraft's sort of picking up on that. I wonder if he's sort of sitting there thinking, you know, I can't really talk about all the things that have really gone badly here. I can't be frank and honest about it and say what I want to say uh, in public. So I'm just going to I'm just gonna sit here and rap with these guys and, and sort of tell them what I really think about a lot of different things because – you know, there's just there's nothing really happening. No one's talking about the Patriots. No one cares about them. And I'm aware of that. And I'm yeah, aware now, of that. And I'm going to say, you know, what I have to say. Now that I've already begged Tom Brady to sign a one day contract right. on multiple cable stations. Well, uh, I'm going to I got to find another way to keep the Patriots in the news here in the Super Bowl media cycle. Kraft's well, what, been the only one keeping them in the news, really. Well, and what did Tom say yesterday to us? I'm paraphrasing, but he They're said not really a, a minor you. story. They would be down in the. 15th paragraph of a 30 paragraph story there 
They're I mean, after, that's they're that after that the Bears. Crack. He said they're after the Bears. Yeah, is what he went on to say. It's bad news for Robert. Like, I don't want to say the Chicago Bears level interest, but actually, Chicago's got the number one overall pick. So <laughs> I don't even know if the interest is that high. <laughs> Tough. That is brutal for the Kraft family. It is, and, and we're not just talking about Robert, Jonathan, who's looking at his future, and them doubling doubling down and saying, "Hey, we're not selling the team." But Jonathan, looking at this, going. What the hell is going on here? Like, we're not even in the conversation. Not only are we not in the postseason, but we're not even, nobody well, even cares what we're doing. Flex out of a primetime game Bingo. for the Commanders and the Bingo. Giants. So, look, Curran wrote this. He wrote, Sigh. This is his lead to his latest column. Sigh. Another Patriots free Super Bowl. <laughs> I love when Curran starts <sighs> with a sigh. We're now up to four in a row, he says. And he's saying it tongue in cheek, I think, but it's all true. The planet hasn't seen four consecutive Super Bowls with the Patriots since 97 to 2000, which I. I thought about that for a minute. I'm like, wait a minute, what? It's been that long since they've been in four consecutive Super Bowls. And heaven forbid, if they don't do it next year, we're talking early 90s. We're talking, you know, Hugh Millen Patriots, it, before, predating Robert Kraft's ownership, predating Bill Parcells, if they don't make the playoffs or, excuse me, the Super Bowl next year. He says, will the drought ever end? And when? <laughs> and I know he's saying it's someone tug-in-cheek, but it's all true. They haven't been in a Super Bowl in four years. This. It's a drought. It's a drought, Tom. You do know. It's a drought. And Arkan's on to something. You know, it it's starting to hurt them. The lack of buzz, maybe the 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 lack of eyeballs on this team is starting to get them antsy or hurt them in the wallet or whatever. And maybe Robert is just lashing out about this. And I gotta scratch this itch too. Can we get Bill on spending from his final press conference of the year? This is, I believe from a. Uh, January 9th, a day or two after they uh, they were eliminated. I'm surprised you can't quote it verbatim at this point. <laughs> I mean, I mostly can. But this is what Bill Belichick had to say. Effectively unprompted. Uh, he was asked about their spending two years ago, but this is what Bill launched into, and I wonder if this is what Robert was correcting and firing back at Bill at off the record. When you look at the National Football League and the salary cap situation, um, and it's the same for all teams, we try to do is we look at it over a time frame uh so one year is a polaroid snapshot but actually there are multiple years involved and at some point the reconciliation has to come spending in 2020 our spending in 2021 and our spending in 2022 the aggregate of that uh was we were 27th in the league in cash spending so so on a couple of years were low, one year was high. But over a three-year nope. period, we're one of the lowest spending teams in the league. Okay. And he, you know, were they low, were they high? In we, those three years, you we, would have had the same numbers. Two we can, low and one high. Or Here we go. We, we don't need to get into all that, please. Two medium no. or three medium. No, 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 no. No, it was, it was you know, basically one year you spent. Two sort of high and one really low. What? So that was a shot at Robert, and we all interpreted it that way. Glasses off, hair up. <laughs> hair, hair down, glasses off. Uh, so that was a shot at Robert. We all interpreted it that way at the time. It definitely was. Maybe Robert's taking his shot back. How do you think things are between Belichick and Kraft? 617-779-7937. Is Bill on the hot seat? Something we've discussed. Something we played uh, some audio from Mike Florio and Tom Curran earlier in the week again where do you think things stand not great because i think that's where things were going today it was a lot of bill off the record robert talked on fox business about mac about bill o'brien about selling the team about all kinds of plans for the league about dan snyder he talked about a lot of things on the record bill belichick not so much so again 617-779-7937 you think he's firing back about the spending comment or at least laying the foundation for you know what 
Last year, we didn't do what we needed to in free agency. We're going to take care of it this year in free agency. Do you think that's some of what he's uh, laying the groundwork for? I feel, yeah, free agency is another interesting spin. I mean, we've just mainly been talking about coaching because coaching, in my opinion, was the major issue More of than last talent. season. But, yeah, I'm, I don't know if he would go so far as – I'm sure that he's imparting some kind of message of my wallet is open, so don't point it back at me if, you know, we don't go out and get the free agents that are available right. that make sense for us. I'm not picking I'm the free agents. You, I'm telling you guys the wallet's open. I'm giving Bill we, the money. If he spends it on John U. Smith, that's not my fault. Exactly. I gave him the money. You know, I, I'm the bank, okay? You know, I'm not the guy making the decisions, but I'm the bank, and the bank is open for business, and I'm telling you guys that so that when you hear el- otherwise, you'll remember that we had this nice breakfast in a hotel in Phoenix where I sat here and told you the bank is open. So keep that in mind with whatever happens in the next month and whatever you see when you're down at training Two camp every day listening, listening to Bill. And whatever happens in the regular season, you can go on the radio later and say, well, you know, there were indications that I can't really talk about in an off-the-record meeting and na-na-na-na-na. This is how these narratives get built because the sources are saying, this is on background. This is so you know what my perspective is. So you're not just hearing the one guy. Whatever it is, it's sneaky. Whatever's going on, it's sneaky by Robert Kraft. And I, I wonder how much he's trying to distance himself from last year when he should be right in the middle of oh my it. God, he should be running away from it. He knew. He knew. We all knew. We he's, all knew. He should be running away from it. Wait, look. He's going to sit there and eat this S sandwich all through the winter. Well, he knew then. We just heard in his voice. He, he knew that was a mistake to have Patricia and Judge on offense like we all did. And I blame the players more than the coaches. But Robert should have stepped in on that. So I wouldn't let him skate. Whatever's going on, it's sneaky. And I want to know how much of it is about Bill. 617-779-7937. I want to circle back to a few things we discussed yesterday on Mac Jones, and we've, we've really touched on on and off over the last couple of weeks. Uh, one I completely missed, I actually saw this on your timeline, Mego. Oh my God, is Mego tweeting about anything I should know about for the show tomorrow? And I scroll back and I see you retweeted this Giardi thing yesterday that I completely missed. And Mike Giardi, I guess, was on with uh, uh, Gresham Fourier earlier today. But Giardi said earlier this week, I talked to a player who said the tales of what went wrong for the Patriots offense traveled far and wide this year. <laughs> it's just I'm just picturing a like magical adventure. I'm, I'm picturing like the Pony Express. <laughs> yeah. People, some guy rides up and like knocks on the door of the Denver Broncos locker room. And he's like, do you hear what's happening to Mac Jones? Hey, he's like a town crier. Yeah. <laughs> Mac Jones, angry at the coaching staff again. <laughs> So Carrier have... pigeon flies into Lambert <laughs> exactly. Field. Exactly. <laughs> they take the little note off its leg. Mac oh. Jones got screwed. Oh, wow. Oh my, oh, my, oh, my goodness. Mac Jones is upset. <laughs> How many screens? So it traveled far and wide. Uh, added they did uh, the quarterback dirty, uh, the player said, and that Mac was someone the player's team respected in his first year. This is what I didn't get about this quote. In his first year because he saw more crap than most rookies. So... Where he saw crap rather than most rookies don't. I don't get why they respected him in his first year. That I don't get, but put that to the side. News traveled far and wide. The whole league feels like Matt got screwed. On top of that, we have Matthew Judon. We played this clip late in the show yesterday, but this is Matthew Judon on NFL Live. I believe it's Dan Orlovsky asking the question about Mac and his leadership, which, again, I guess a lot of people around the league uh, are starting to respect him as a leader. Here's Matt Judon. I want to ask you about your team. What kind of guy, what kind of leader is Mac Jones? Uh, he he a great guy. He is a great leader. I think he hasn't got to uh, he hasn't got to display that. 
he hasn't got to display that because he was going through frustration. He sure. was he was going through emotional time yeah. right now. And I think uh, as he grows, he'll understand where he messed up at some time or where, you know, sometimes he just got to cover his face and talk. And uh, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, good I, advice. You, that's real. You know, you know, but you know, you see, you see Hold a on, lot of guys. Yes. Respectfully. It's not can, good advice, right? You, well, no. Just let Matt Judon talk. Let <laughs> get that. That's a good point. Like, I'm sorry. I'm guilty of this sometimes. When he's starting to talk about how the quarterback is doing something wrong, shut up. Let well, him talk. And also, if you're going to jump in, just be right because it's not yeah. good. It's not good advice. It's not. It's not good advice, it's to, put advice. It's not, right, advice right. to put a towel over your face. Like, like if you're going to jump in, I do that all the time. So who am I to criticize? But like, at least be right. It's not good advice to put. Don't blow up because you know there's a camera on you. Don't act like a little baby child because you know there's a camera on a you. That would be my baby advice. Child. Yes, a little a little man baby. Matthew, a, a little Matthew child. Judon is sitting on live television talking about where his quarterback screwed up, and they're like, oh, he's going to have my side. <laughs> oh, he's so right. And then he's like, okay, so I'm done with my soundbite? Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, I think he kept going, though. Joe Judge and or Matt Patricia. <gasps> I think he kept going. Did he not? Where, you know, sometimes he just got to cover his face and talk. And uh, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, good advice. Yeah, that's real. You know, you yeah. know, so you, you know, you see, you see a lot of guys. Uh, you, the quarterback always don't have a camera on. Yep. Mm, you know, yeah. you know, I can say something on the bench, Totes. or I can, I can get livid or something like that, different than the quarterback right. can. And you, and you know that more than that. anybody. And so sometimes, you know, you just put a towel in front of your face when you're talking to your offensive coordinator or anybody else on the bench. But it's okay to show the emotion. Simple vet thing. Okay. So people are are telling you, Matt Judon's telling you, nameless, faceless player is telling you, Mac Jones has all the respect in the world. I'm sorry I reject it. I, I still reject it. And I know this is scoring one for Mego, scoring one for Arkan. Yep, you know. yeah. Everybody's siding with Mac Jones. I think all of you are wrong. I think Matt Judon's wrong. I think this nameless, faceless player is wrong. I don't think last year represents Mac Jones as a good leader at all. I think it painted him in the wrong light. And I think if it was another quarterback on another team, we'd all be going and saying, what a baby, what a child this guy is. How can that guy be your leader? He's not a leader. I think that's what we'd be saying. If it was Derek Carr or Kirk Cousins or somebody like that, we'd be like, what a bum. That's how we'd be talking. If all the players agreed with him, though, then they wouldn't. And I think that they all did. And I think that that's why Derek Carr's teammates like him, too. Kirk, they always stay, they pretty much always talk, stand up for their quarterback Kirk on Cousins, the record. Anyway. Uh, Derek Carr's coaches weren't so badly miscast. I mean, this was a different situation here in New England. This was a, a very unique situation. And I think that, yeah, you're right. I mean, Mac Jones may not have looked great in those clips that we saw of him yelling on the sidelines, but those guys are with him every single day at every single practice and all the OTAs and all that other stuff. And they like him, you know, like whatever happened to those in those moments they respected him and have now very publicly uh, backed him not, and care more about that than those three clips of him yelling at Matt Patricia not to do this again and I've done this a lot but like when Bailey Zappi came in the offense to me looked fine uh late with Josh McDaniels in 2021 Mac started to fall off so I don't think it was just about the coaches but I know that's a convenient narrative for Mac I know that's a convenient narrative. And the whole I don't, locker room agrees, though. I yeah, think. well, I think they need to pay attention to the last five games of 2021, and they need to pay attention to when Zappy was in. If they don't like Bailey Zappy, that's their own problem. But he seemed fine with the coaching. Malcolm Butler just came out and told Mass Live it was definitely about the coaching. So, I mean, he's laid it out there completely. He was so, here for like 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, but so what? He was here through OTA's minicamp and training camp. But so so that's just another one of, his, one of his teammates saying it was about the coaching. It's not about Mac. It was about the coaching. Either you want guys to come out and say this or not, and then you're saying, well, I don't agree with these guys. Well, I don't agree that. with them. 
Yeah, but then you're saying, okay, so how are we supposed to believe he's a leader? Well, all the guys around him are publicly. I'm saying, just telling you how many how many leader. teammates throw their quarterback under the bus. Mm-hmm. It's happened before, on or off the record. It has happened, not often. This would be a scenario in which you could do it. Uh, the Denver Broncos had no problem yelling at Russell Wilson on the sideline this year. <laughs> That's true. That but do they do they go on interviews and say Russell Wilson sucks and he's a bad leader? I feel like maybe they did, no. but I can't remember if that actually I, happened. Or not. I don't. I don't think so. That's a great example. I, I think most of his teammates are like, "Yeah, we believe in." Wasn't Russ. the Jets locker room in like full revolt so that, over so that, Zach Wilson? So that is one. That's Garrett, what's his face? Yep, is sitting was, there going, yep. "Yeah, that's, we don't. You, we don't have any chemistry." That's definitely one, and that's. But that one's inarguable. And also, Wilson's teammates weren't coming out. Russell Wilson's teammates weren't coming out and saying, "Oh, Russell's awesome. We love Russell." They like I didn't hear a lot of that. Party. They didn't go to his party. <laughs> Sierra <laughs> threw a great birthday party, and no one came. I just. I can't believe anybody thinks that last year is an example of Mac, uh, uh, Mac Jones's good leadership. I just can't believe that's, that's not a thing. What that, that's not what that unnamed player said, though. They said that No, Mac he said had, he respected Mac in his rookie year. a lot year. of respect. I think a lot of that had to do with going into week four and seeing Tom Brady at home. I mean, that was like a pretty... I don't get what Mac Tough had to scenario. do as a rookie that other rookies didn't have to do. Maybe outside Not of facing suck Brady. Not and crumble in front I, of Brady? I guess. I don't know what Mac... If you got Mac's respect as rookie year, I don't really... Took the team to the playoffs? I don't get what he did. Uh, 617-779-7937. You should know RG3 took a team to the playoffs as a rookie. Okay, uh, RG3 as a rookie was incredible. No, I know. And then, then Kyle what? Shanahan broke him like all those other quarterbacks. You just like to blame the coaches. You don't like <laughs> you don't like to hold these quarterbacks accountable okay, whatsoever. In that scenario, it was Mike Shanahan and Kyle Shanahan who broke Robert Griffin III's leg. Like, they absolutely are responsible for that knee injury. Yeah, I'd probably blame them for that one. There, you I'd, can't I'd, let a 22-year-old kid be like, yeah, coach, I'm good to go uh, back in. And you're like, sure, slugger, you get back out there. I'll you're a that, hero. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Uh, anyway, we'll get to your feedback coming up. And it's Friday, which means we got Bet Roulette, a Super Bowl version of Bet Woo! Roulette. Next. Jones and Mego return after this on WEEI. All right, I'm going to give you a choice. You can either have the money and the hammer, or you can walk out of here. You can't have both. You don't f*** around in this place. You got it? Boom! Boom! That's it! Gambling! Yale Bulldogs, minus three and a half. At the Harvard Crimson. Jones, who do you like? Everybody knows when you're dealing with the Harvard Crimson, and they're on their home floor... Whatever it's called. It's uh, Levity's Pavilion. Yeah, yeah. no, I I knew. (laughs) When they're there and they're catching points, you want Harvard every single day of the week. I can't believe they're a home dog. I love a home dog. Give me the Harvard Crimson plus 3.5. That is going to do it. Yeah, we'll walk out of a Levity's Pavilion. Levity's Pavilion? With a 68-57 win. Grammy Album of the Year, Adele versus The Field. Okay. On number six. I'm going to go with a what I'm guessing is a dark horse. And the Grammy goes to, you can read it. It's going to be Harry Styles. <laughs> Harry Styles! <laughs> Big roll, and it is a two. A two is Jason Tatum over under 30 and a half points tonight. Mm. Against the Phoenix Suns. Tatum drives, step back. I'm going to go ahead and take the under on this one. Bring it! Well, there's your recap from last week. Jones failing miserably. I'm always on an island over here. Whether it's takes or incorrect predictions or bets or whatever they are. And you had the easiest one, too, I'd say. Oh, yeah. I had the the easiest one. Couldn't come up with the right answer there. I was right about Jason Tatum. But, Megan, really, we have to stop for a second. No, no, round round of applause. And acknowledge that Megan Adelini not only picked the field against Adele, but picked the guy who actually won in the field. 
Uh, oh, no, no, no. Tremendous upset that yeah, she didn't just take the field and say, oh, yeah, I want, uh, you know, Lizzo's album and right. Beyonce's album and everybody else. No, no, no. She said Harry Styles. It was like bonus points on top Harry of it. Harry Styles! Who was that? That was, Meg, that? that was Mego. Oh, that, that was, was Mego. Yeah, that, yeah. oh, oh, oh. that, was, that was her reaction. Very good. All right. Well, we have a uh, pretty big football game coming up on Sunday. And because of that, we've decided to put all six sides of the die on Super Bowl uh, prop bets. And we'll begin. Should I read them first or should we roll first? No, let's just roll. Let's just we'll roll. You want to just yeah. roll and find out what we get? Let's uh, go ahead and do the roll then. And uh, we'll, we'll just it'll see where it lands. Yeah, okay. it'll be a nice surprise. Who should roll first? I think Jones, since like in double jeopardy, whoever's, you know, the furthest behind goes first. So go ahead. Jones, why don't you give it a roll? Jones, we have a new die now, which is very exciting. Um, Yeah, well, it's okay. All right, Jones going for his big roll. And that looks like a four. It landed on a four. All right. Bet number four. Adam Jones. Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Over under 289.5 passing yards. Easy. Over. Hammer the over on Patrick Mahomes. He's going to light up Philadelphia 300, 350, 400. I don't know if he's going to go that high, but he's going to go over to what is it? 289.5. Easy over. In your sleep over. This is where Patrick Mahomes proves he's a top five quarterback all time, cements his legacy, and I can't see him throwing for fewer yards. I can't, I can't tell if this is a bit or not. Is this any? Was any of that a bit? The beginning no, of it sounded like a bit. bit. Was that all sincere? Why would that be a bit? I don't know. The beginning of it sounded like one of your sarcastic. Hammer, oh yeah, right. Hammer, hammer the over. <laughs> hammer the over. I don't know why. I just, it's, well, I just it sounded that way. I, I think I, the Chiefs are going to lose now. <laughs> That's I what know. I think of that. that. It went right. It Patrick right Mahomes my is going to have the worst game of his career. Mego. Well, all right, Mego is standing up with her die. It is time for a roll. Let's see what you got. Mego with a short roll. Yeah, what was that? Also landed on four. Uh, why don't roll. you go ahead and yeah, re-roll? Roll. That, roll was, that was the worst roll ever in every way. Yeah, seriously. All right, why let's go. Here rolls? we go. Uh, this roll lands on a three. On a three. Oh, this is exciting. Uh, bet number three for the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. That would be the coin toss. Oh! Heads nice. or tails, Mega? I'm going to go with tails. Tails never fails. Is that the reason why? No, I don't know. Okay. Just like, you know like we have the, to have some sort of reason okay, to pick I, I'm going to tell you my real reason. It's really dumb. You remember the Sega Genesis game, Sonic? Yeah, sure do. Sonic the Hedgehog. And he has the little friend, Tails. Right, Tails, Tails the Fox. kind of reminds me of my dog, so I'm going with Tails. Oh, Tails. Okay. Good. See, I, I have a working theory on this. <laughs> I now, it's scientific. Sure. I now go, oh, it's 50-50 shot. I now go, I now go heads every time because people claim that Tails never fails. And you know what? I just say, well, if everybody's betting Tails, I got to be... I got to wet my beak on the other side. I need... That means the sharps are on heads. Yeah, that's exactly right. (laughs) Right. The informed gambler is on heads. Well, you know, the noob, like the, the, you know, the the rookie money, the public money is is on uh, tails because they think it never fails. Heads has won the last two years. Heads has actually won four out of the last five years. Oh, that means the odds are really on my side. It does mean the odds. Tails, tails, tails. It's time for tails. But that's because everybody thinks tails never fails. All right, Arkan, you got to roll. All right, here we go. Time for my big roll. Okay. You're not even getting up. I don't need to. All right. I got a six. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad I got yes! this. I'm so <laughs> glad I got this one. <laughs> Question six. It's about the halftime show. Rihanna doing the halftime show. And I swear to God, this is a real bet at Bet Online. Uh, the question is, will Rihanna expose a butt cheek on stage? Yes or no? Can I just read? Wait, is this how it's really written? This is how you wrote it. Is this how it's really written? Uh, 
will Rihanna expose one or more butt cheeks on stage? That's how the bet is written? That's how the bet is written. <laughs> and it was the only bet for the halftime show that had even odds. All oh, the nice. other ones were like, what color hair will she have? What color clothes what? will she have? Ah. And they all had like very, uh, very, uh, various odds. Similar These to were Mego, the only ones that was 50-50. Similar to Mego with the Grammys, I, when you make your pick, I want you to do a bonus pick on if, if it will be one or multiple if you're going with... Uh, okay. You're going with my butt cheeks. <laughs> Thank you, Gronk. I am going to go ahead and say that a butt cheek will be exposed on stage. I think that she's going to do outfit changes, right? I mean, there's oh, yeah. going to be more than one outfit here for sure. Rihanna. If one of the outfits doesn't expose a butt cheek, I will be astonished. So- Is it one or two? Um, I'm going to go with both because, like, why would you only have one yeah, butt cheek? Yeah, why you just got one butt cheek? Yeah. yeah like, exactly. what, I mean, Can I'm, I ask you a, a technical yeah, question? You don't just want, like, a butt slice. You want, we're going to see both. I'm thinking that, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. And not as a wardrobe malfunction, if that's what you were going to ask. No, technical question. Okay. If she's wearing, like, um, a thong bodysuit, but she's wearing fishnet tights or something. Over Does it. that count? I think if that's there's an, tights? I think it's an exposed butt cheek. Okay. I think. I mean, I... Like, I, if there's nude-colored We're going to have to go to the Russian judges flesh, on this. If you see the flesh of the cheek, that counts? Yeah. It says, yeah, but it even says... Even if it has tights Exposed butt cheek. That's an exposed I butt feel cheek. like it has to be all the way exposed. Well, I got I to gotta be honest. I don't know the answer. If I were the judge, I would say if you can see fishnet, it. Fishnet's sort of a gray area. If it's see-through yeah. or if through fishnet, could, I can see it. <laughs> butt cheek. Exposed <laughs> butt cheek. Yes. If exposed you can touch butt cheek. the skin if you were standing next to her. You shouldn't, but if you could. She's wearing saran wrap. That's an exposed butt cheek. That's exposed? Because yeah. it's transparent? Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, what if she's wearing jeans and there's a rip in the jeans? Is that exposed butt cheek? I don't I'm think. A, I don't think that counts. I, I Can I that see is. the butt cheek? I would, I would have. <laughs> then it's exposed thank you, butt cheek. Thank you, Ryan. Why are Can we I, overthinking this? I guess exactly. I suppose we are. Can, Can I, I see sure. butt cheek? Yes or no? <laughs> I thought. I thought. But can you see the whole butt cheek? I thought Gresham Fourier had a good discussion. They were discussing favorite Rihanna songs. I I, I didn't hear them mention "Bitch Better Have My Money," which. <laughs> Is the best. Bitch which, better have my butt cheek. Which I'm not. I am not uh, lying whatsoever when I say at the Jones wedding that was a uh, that was in heavy rotation at the Jones wedding. Uh, bitch better have my money. Play it again. Which was just uh, which was just I think from cat to me. I think is uh, is what that was. So let me recap our bets or Arkan if you could recap our bets. All right, our bets. Uh, you landed on a four, which was Patrick Mahomes over under two hundred eighty nine point five passing easy yards. Hammer the over. Easy over there uh, for the coin toss. Heads or tails. Mego going with tails which she claims never fails and uh well rihanna never expose said never said that well i said it one said or more it uh, my dog. butt cheeks on stage and i am going to go with yes ironically arcan also going with tails there will be yes <laughs> there will be butt cheeks all right the uh, the porn version of that movie with uh <laughs> daniel day there will be butt there slice. will be butt cheeks. i'm an oil mom <laughs> okay well we'll revisit this next friday bet roulette at this time each and every Friday on Jones and Mego with Arcan. By the way, this hour of Jones and Mego with Arcan is brought to you by Arbella Insurance. Bye, guys. Here for good. Yeah, Arcan, get out of here. Go back Go back to your hole. We're going to get back to the Super Bowl. Bitch better and, have my money. And give us some actual thoughts on the, uh, the Super Bowl. Are the Chiefs screwed based on some news last night we got about Patrick Mahomes? And are the Eagles a dynasty? Hmm. We'll get to all that with your phone calls next. Scalabrini joins Jones and Mego every Wednesday afternoon at 4. Brought to you by Shaw's and Star Market and Dr. Matthew Lepresti of Leonard Hair Transplant. Scal, Wednesday afternoons at 4 on WEEI. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.